episode of Camp CJ. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I'm driving right now and just speaking into my recorder. I I just thought to let you guys in on my thoughts because the times that I do a lot of thinking and like either when I'm in the shower or when I lie in bed just before I fall asleep or uh, when I'm driving so there are certain times through my day when my mind just reflects on things and this is one of them most of the time it's the things that I reflect on that I end up talking about in my podcast so I thought okay why don't I let you guys in on my naked thoughts not polished no notes nothing yeah just as it's going on in my head what I was thinking about now was just the conversations that I had following my last episode. I think this is the, the one episode that has brought the highest number of interactions for me so far. I haven't even checked the stats to see if it's the most listened to, but already like I've had almost everyone who's listened to it has called me and we've had a conversation around it. I'm just going to share a few of the thoughts that came from conversations with people. Here we go. I have um, one of my friends is in her 40s. She has been in a monogamous relationship for a long time, almost two decades. She's been with the same person, committed, faithful. And then the relationship ended due to, you know, circumstances uh, that couldn't be resolved and so now she she has kids her kids are a bit older and she's thinking about dating but it all feels so strange like where do I start from because think about it two decades she's not been with anyone and so I so in talking to her the metaphor that came to my mind is um, muscles right like imagine if you've been lying in bed for days or weeks or months you've never gotten up you haven't when you do get up it's going to be very difficult initially to move because you haven't flexed those muscles you haven't done you've probably atrophied at that at some point and so you have you need exercise you need to slowly get into working out and flexing those muscles again before you're like okay I'm confident enough now to say start running or run a marathon or something like that so it's the same kind of thing I think with dating if you haven't flexed those muscles in a long time you need to gradually get into it and so I so I told her I'm like you have to realize that the first person you date may not work out may not it might just be that you go for one date he's not gonna call you back or you go for a few dates um, and you kiss or you get physical to whatever extent and he doesn't call you back there's a big possibility that that's going to happen however you can't let that deter you because 
it's all part of an experience and i think it depends on how you think of it and i think again this there's conditioning for us nigerian women there is the conditioning that you're dating with an end goal in mind which is marriage however sometimes there is benefit to dating for dating's sake in this case there's the benefit of flexing the muscles that you haven't flexed in a long time so you can think of if you haven't dated in a while you can think of dating as okay I haven't done this in a long time I'm just going to try to exercise this and you know see how it goes see how I feel and just learn things along the way because the dating streets are different now <laughs> things are things are different they're not the same as they were two decades ago even last decade there's a lot that has changed and so especially with like online dating now and uh, women are different now men are different so many things have changed and so coming into dating after not having dated for a long time it's new there are a lot of things that you have to learn and there's no rush right so you can take your time go for, go on as many dates as possible meet new people learn about yourself learn about you know just how different people are can you imagine like let's say you've been married to uh, an example let's say you've been married to a Nigerian guy for 15 years and you you that that ends and you're now going back on the street imagine how it would feel like meeting a Spanish guy or like meeting a Canadian or like you know whatever it's going to be a completely different experience it's going to give you a certain exposure that you haven't had and so it's all fresh it's all new it's like a whole world of possibilities out there but there is risk <laughs> you have to put one foot in front of the other and just see how it goes knowing that there is a high chance that it's not gonna work out yeah so you have nothing to lose really it's just try it out see where it goes and have fun while you're doing it so that was my advice uh, that was my advice for her I had another conversation with another friend who was saying how she is at the point where she thinks she just wants to have a kid and she she thinks she's been too picky and she doesn't want to she doesn't she doesn't really care too much about the actual marriage itself and she just wants to have a kid so my thoughts on the, that was okay you have to be considerate because I would if a guy did that we would all come for him and say like oh men has come and this and that but it's okay to want what you want and I strongly believe that there's someone out there whatever it is that you want there's someone out there who wants the same or is ready to give it to you you just need to find them so I told her like just be open and honest let the person that you meet know that this is what you want and I'm sure you will find somebody who wants that as well there must be people who are like okay I don't I want to have a kid but I don't want to have the full commitment all by myself I don't want to be in a monogamous relationship I don't want to be a sole parent so if I have another a, a partner in a defined sense so you have to define it very clearly there's no vagueness in this like you have to be very clear and if you find somebody that can give you that then why not like 
go for it and you know who knows eventually you guys might even hit it off well enough that you're like okay this is not a bad thing like i don't mind being in a monogamous uh, relationship with this person or you can just end up having a really good friendship and be able to parent effectively and raise your kids well it may not be conventional but you know i don't know just do you but be kind don't deceive people into thinking that oh i love them and i want to be with them meanwhile what you really want is just to have a kid there are some people who it's easy for us to say oh get a donor but there's one people who are like okay i don't want to get a donor i want to have i want to know who it is that's going to be the the dad this child or the mom whichever fence whatever side of the fence you are on yeah so just be honest and and shoot your shot <laughs> okay uh, I had another conversation related to race like somebody was saying to me she can she has only ever imagined herself with a with somebody of the same race she's Canadian she's white Canadian and so she's like, well, I've tried this, but I find them really boring. I have friends who are um, from different places and we have such a good, interesting relation. Like it's like, you know, it's new, it's fresh. It's like, it's different. And so I think I want that in a partner, but then being a white girl, how do I, um, it just seems wrong to say that I want, uh, I want someone of color. And my reaction to that is that's bullshit like who defines what you should want you want what you want and you shouldn't have to apologize for it or explain yourself if that is how you feel if that is what you want then go for it I I remember I'm gonna give an example uh, oh gosh I even feel weird saying this but my therapist um, and I were having a conversation and I didn't realize it but I kept saying I, I started crying and I, I said it a few times where I was like oh I'm sorry I, I don't know why I'm crying I shouldn't be crying like, and, and then she was like you need to pause there like why do you think you shouldn't be crying and we broke that down and really you know many of us growing up as kids we if you were crying you needed to be crying for a reason and a reason that made sense to the adults so if you didn't like you have to be hurt to cry otherwise it's like why are you crying if you're crying like maybe you feel sad about something that doesn't make sense to the adult in your life and then they're like stop crying why are you crying I'm gonna give you a reason to cry that kind of thing so I think maybe that that kind of conditioned me to think that if I was crying it there had to be a good reason and that reason had to be tangible to the next person it couldn't be that okay this is really overwhelming it's bringing up a lot of emotions and so that's why I'm crying okay so I was giving that example to kind of tie into the fact that there's nothing like should in in when it comes to romantic relationships you want what you want it's like even sex for example we all have kinks we all have um, things that we like to do that may not be the other person's cup of tea but that's what you want that's what you want don't be ashamed of it go for it if you find somebody who will give it to you then take it fully enjoy it and just 
and don't apologize for it so that's what I, that was the advice i gave my friend i'm like do whatever like don't don't think that you have to apologize or explain yourself to anybody do you another question i got from a friend was okay i have kids and how so how do i navigate um a relationship like a new relationship after being hurt by someone else and after my kids have seen me go through this hurt how do I come out of that and then get into a new relationship while my kids are still young and so uh, this is a bit tricky but what I'm going to say is when you're happy and you feel satisfied fulfilled or whatever you when you're the best version of yourself you will be the best parent you can be the goal of being in a relationship shouldn't be to complete you the companionship is great like having someone to share your life with having someone that you can lean on and somebody you can do life with adds to your life it adds um, color to your life and people who are in healthy relationships are healthier and they live longer so so I, I told her I was like you I think you need to think about that and think about okay why do I want to be in a relationship if it's a dependence issue then maybe you need to step back and assess that but if you are seeking that companionship and then go for it and you can be dating and still be respectful of your children's emotions because your children didn't ask for that especially if they've been exposed to an unfit parent or to an abusive parent and I think you have to be extra cautious there and think of the kind of people you're with and the kind of impact they can have or like being with them will have on your kids you have to be careful so that you don't re-traumatize your children so you have to be with somebody who understands that is respectful of that and respectful of your kids like you have to define the way like create the boundaries within which they, are, uh, they should exist in your life and in the life of your children. You have to consider things like, uh, when do they come? Are they eating into the time that you should be spending with your kids? Are they, when they do come around and your kids are there, do they, are they respectful of your kids? Do they interact with your kids? And if they do interact, what kind, like what does that interaction look like? Is it something that you're comfortable with or satisfied? Being a parent and dating, you have to be vocal about the things that you're seeing. If you don't like something, you need to speak up about it because then it's beyond you and your children are also involved. So the person that you're you're being with has to be with somebody it has to be somebody who will be good for your kids. And ultimately thinking about oh um, how my kids gonna feel about that if you're happy and you're satisfied your kids will be happy for you they may not be initially they may act out or whatever but the acting out it's not personal you know kids are kids and because they're still learning how to express themselves they may not be able to communicate clearly how they are feeling so it's up to you to read the cues and not get frustrated or aggravated by their behaviors especially if let's say they're being rude or disrespectful to the person that you're with there has to be that grace understanding that okay they've been used to having 
their one parents who they can de depend on and rely on and then you bringing somebody in there may be that feeling of is my mom going to still love me or still care for me or is my dad going to still put me first or like now have I been kicked to the curb because they found somebody else so they need like that extra reassurance during that that phase when you're dating and if you do end up uh, in a position where you're going to get married and this person will be more of a permanent fixture in the life of the kids you have to have that conversation with them again to reassure them help them see that they're still they haven't lost their place in your life and it's it's easy for me to talk about it this way because I haven't been in those shoes but again this is just my uh, suggestion and it's based on what I've read stories I've seen and now you should know that I'm very interested in psychology especially children and relationships so I have learned a thing or two and that's why that's what I'm sharing here with you so that's what I did tell her like to think about it differently again I feel like the, re the recurring theme here is the way that we pose things in our minds the way that we perceive things the way that we see if you think of something if your your thoughts around something determine how you will how you will behave and how you would deal with issues that come up whether good or bad I think um, in whatever whatever your example whatever your situation is it's good to think to really sit with the feelings that you have don't shove anything down because it's gonna come back up sit with your feelings and see like why am I feeling this thing earlier on I had spoken about flexing the muscle another muscle that you really need to work on flexing is your instinct if like me you're a Christian then um, a way to do that you know it's to pray and uh, and listen for God to guide you and if you're not that everybody has this voice in them their head that tells them something and I think that voice depends on your upbringing your past your present it's very dependent on on what you banked right like if you've banked trauma what's gonna come up when you're trying to find direction is trauma if you've if you've been if you've had like good um, good influences in your life then you bank that and then that's where you draw from when you're in certain situations so I think as, as we go through life we need to think about that bank and think about what we're depositing because what you deposit is what you're going to be able to draw from when uh, when you're faced with any issues I think uh, there are a few more but I can't um, I'm almost at my destination right now so I can't really go into all of them but I I hope that you've learned something and I hope that I've given you a bit more to think about on top of the last episode if you didn't listen to the last episode I would suggest that you go back and listen to that so that you can have some context uh, here okay so Thank you for listening so far it's been fun recording this while uh while i drive um i've been safe i had my phone anchored 
and I'm not I'm not holding it or um, interacting with it the record button is on and I'm just going okay so thank you again for listening and I look forward to hearing from you and um, yeah and just learning from because I learn as well I learn I have a lot to learn from your examples and from the questions that you pose to me because it gives me an opportunity to think deeper about the topics that I share here so thank you again and see you next time bye ready mm-hmm I'm ready if you are okay let me do the intro so just like we did on episode what episode was that i have the foggiest <laughs> okay well we've done what was it one out two well i don't know okay well one. We've, we've done had, one we've done one we've had one episode in the past where we had nathan in the house nate's hot takes coming in <laughs> well <laughs> he's yeah he's taking this a bit too seriously he's decided to target nate's hot takes no, I didn't. <laughs> Working title. Working title, Nate's Hot Takes. So he's here to just chime in on the episode that we've just just listened to. I've been editing it so far, so I usually, while I'm editing it, I'm I'm forming my opinions on it as well in the background, so. Yeah, uh, and we've had a conversation about this, and I thought, okay, why don't you come on and share that? mm Mm-hmm. So let's, uh, we're just going to do a quick summary here. So what do you have to say to our first person who has not been in a, who hasn't dated in about two decades and is now. Yeah. Like that's one of those, all all these fall under, uh, it's tough to say because I've never walked in those shoes, but um, I think. In, in this case, I just say, like, you only live once. Just, I mean, you don't want to dilly-dally too long because if you know in your heart you want to be with somebody and you mm-hmm. want to find somebody, then you're just kind of really putting it off the start of your search because you're going to wind up probably dealing with a whole bunch of horseshit or <laughs> a whole bunch of baloney uh, when you get into the dating world. Yeah. So you might as well start getting in there and trying to figure out what you want and meet mm-hmm. people and just see who you click with I would think is you only live once and not for very long so just you know kick it off get in there mix it that's up that's a very morbid um, <laughs> what do you, <laughs> you mean? only live once and not for very long yeah because we're praying for long life so I even don't a long long life though even if you live to be 120 mm-hmm. what's that that's a good lie. That's a no, good I'm saying plan. there's an end point. And, and it, do you ever notice that like, the older you get, the faster it seems to go, right? Like you, yeah. you blink and Lucas is a year older. Yeah. So, and I understand that just continues as you get older. So it's life is quick, right? Mm-hmm. Life is short. Yeah. So if you're listening, just go for it. Just start. Mm-hmm. And just start wading through the baloney (laughs) (laughs) and uh we're rooting for you and we can't wait to hear when you strike gold yeah Mm -hmm. best of luck 
Yeah. So the next person was, I think the next one you had something to say about was the one who's looking for, looking to have a baby. Uh, yeah, I was, I don't know, for, for again, this one is like one where I just, I know that's uh, something I obviously haven't had to deal with, so it's tough to say anything really, but um, I don't know, my, 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 my thought on it was immediately probably because I'm raised on popular culture, it's just like, well, why doesn't she go get a sperm donor? Like, why don't just go get one of those? Mm-hmm. Just because of the fact that you're like picking kind of what you want. You know, in, in in that DNA, which I understand can be cold and stuff like that, but I think that troubled me a little bit about the conversation was that it seemed to come off as though, like, my question would be like, are you going to let the person know that you're going to get pregnant? Because I think whoever you wind up doing that with, you should let them know you're. Tra- that's what you're going for. I don't think you should be like. I think what sneaking was, one by and then being like, "Hey, this has happened," and if it was your intention the whole time, because it, if you wind up with somebody who wants to be uh, a dad and wants to be, that's great. It could work out. It could also get messy, and that's not to say don't do it. That's to say this is a person whose life you're going to interact with in a ma- yeah. major way. So if you know that you're going to be trying to get pregnant from, I think like I think you should. You know, let them know that pretty early on. You should be if something happens spontaneously. I think that's, that's the thing she's hoping for it to be spontaneous. Yeah, I was talking about this camera <laughs> earlier, and she says, "I think she's she's planning on being spontaneous." And I just said, "You, that's an oxymoron. You can't you can't <laughs> plan to be spontaneous, really." So, like she's that not sounds like what a trick. I meant. <laughs> what I meant, what I meant was that yeah. she's not planning to. Like, you know, track her cycle, you know, go for it when yeah. she's ovulating. She's not planning all that. Sure. Yeah. She's just going in mm-hmm. and letting the cards fall where they may. Yeah. I just think that if she finds herself sitting across from a table from some guy on a date thinking, this is the guy I'm going to get, <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, at yeah. some point it becomes. Uh, I agree. Just, planned. I find it. Dece- yeah. <laughs> so. I just think it's deceptive. And yeah. I know how I would feel if I heard that a guy... I know that many times I'm a bit biased when it comes to women. Mm. And I tend to side with women yeah. more. But I can imagine Tell how, me about it. <laughs> I can imagine how I would feel if any of my friends were put in this situation. Say, a guy's yeah. looking for, to have a child and he just picks one. Mm-hmm. and goes for it to knock her up and I, I, I would just feel like that is the most dishonest thing mm-hmm. ever so for that reason that's why I said to her like talk to him and I honestly believe that there are people who are down for that there are people who they don't really want monogamy especially I think these days there's a lot of people who there are a lot of people who are who are living in the grey zone mm-hmm. they're not they consider monogamy to be an outdated concept. Sure. <laughs> those people. Yeah, those people. <laughs> they consider it to be outdated. Sounds exhausting. Yeah, I know. But that's people are for, all for that. And I'm all for everybody. Do whatever. That's yeah. your business. So you just yeah. find those people and 
you know, do it with, go for it with them. Mm-hmm. Then I think the other one, like the final one to talk about was like dating with kids and just the hesitation. That one, I have, I, I agree with your commentary wholeheartedly. <laughs> I was like, high five, good answer. Thank you. <laughs> that's, another one, that's another one of those ones where you're like, that's, that sounds like a t- tough spot to be in, this tough thing to navigate, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, definitely just, you know, you're the you're your child's guardian and and uh you're their lawyer you're their everything right they're yeah what do they call that uh representative you're just you're there to look after them right so mm-hmm. uh do that and i mean you want to find out somebody who who treats the the that relationship with respect because if you're going to be with them long term then you don't want you know yeah uh bad situations to come down the road but mm-hmm gonna be a tough spot i don't know what to say yeah love your kids try to find someone who's gonna be good for them mm-hmm. yeah. and it is possible we know people who have done that and yep. found that so it is uh, it is very it is very possible mm-hmm. so what about yeah the, uh, the lady who's looking for a uh, person person of color <laughs> oh, this one I didn't want us to go there because what? I know that you have. Okay, what do you think about that? I, I think that oh, a few points. Uh, one, I think something about saying you're looking for a person of color is a little weird to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it's like you basically say I'm just looking for someone who's not white, which yeah. is fine. It's just a weird thing, like a person of color, like which which color, like which. Is this I just think, anybody I actually who's think it's white? worse. I is think it's a, worse when you narrow narrow it down to a why? color. No, Remember if she we had this conversation mind, at dinner. If she has something in her mind, I'm looking for a black guy. I'm looking for an Asian guy. If that's what she's going for, that's what she should you know go after. Saying a person of color is like a blanket statement for anybody who's not white. Yes, yeah, so, and so I'm, I'm saying, saying that is a little weird. I'm sorry. I, I the terminology. I just I think that's better. Someone than from saying, a, you could say like I'm looking for someone from a different background. I'm looking for someone from yeah, a different yeah. a culture. I yes, want to that's experience better. new thing. There's ways that's to better. put it. That's saying better. a person of color sounds like a press statement. It sounds like a <laughs> something you're saying. Well, in order she's to, kind of PC, so. But I well, I shouldn't say PC. If she's looking. Well, I don't know. I don't want. <laughs> I don't want to label her here. I don't want to do that. But I think it's worse. Because I know that, I know somebody who was dating someone and the guy said, I only date black women. And for me, I just, it, it just rubbed me the wrong way because I felt like this person is not seeing me. All they are seeing is mm-hmm. a black person. It wasn't me that they said it. Thankfully, I haven't had anyone say it to me because I, I think I may have reacted a, a bit very violently. <laughs> <laughs> but because I just find I feel like you're not seeing me you're seeing a black woman who's potentially and most times when people think that they're thinking you know big ass big boobs sounds like something, something like, douchey to say like it is yeah but but I think if someone's just attracted they know that like I'm really <laughs> just physically attracted to black people black men black women whatever it is I think I'm less offended when it's a woman saying she's more attracted she's you know finds herself more attracted to somebody of a different race than when it's a man saying it i don't think it's any of your business huh? i don't think it's any of your business <laughs> who do you want to be with go for it go go experience it 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You're you went right. to the nursing home and then just be like, you know what? I'm going to go talk to Carlos. You're going to let it blow by and you're just going to... Or like dating someone from... Like if you don't want to be with a white guy and you're just... What are you going to just... I well, I don't want to be politically incorrect. I want to be insensitive or come off weird. So I'm just going to date white guys. Like, no, I think... I mean, meet people and... Yeah, I think I'm a bit uh, forgiving when it comes to certain cultures saying I don't want to date someone from my culture. And, for example, using Nigeria, I think we come from a very patriarchal mm-hmm. society and there are a lot of men who are looking for women who are going to cook, clean, and serve them mm-hmm. in bed and just do whatever, do their bidding. And then they think that they're a catch, maybe because they have money mm. and they're providing for this person and, you know, buying good buying nice things and yeah. all that so if you're someone like me and a, and a lot of my friends who that's not what you want you want they're looking for a partner yeah. you're looking for somebody who's going to respect you mm-hmm. and you've edited a lot of nigerian guys and there's mm, there are a few good ones but mm. i just found that thing that's that that's uh i don't know what to call it now I just found it very... I found it a big turn-off. I think there's just, like, so many ways that could lead somebody's thoughts to say something I like agree. that. I agree. And it's hard to pin down whether it's harmful or not. Mm-hmm. I worked with one guy who was married to a Japanese woman. And he commented at some point that Japanese women really know how to look after their husbands. Oh, my God. <laughs> That, that may be true from a cultural perspective. Maybe there's like a like just a it's a cultural thing where I think Nigerian women the, know how the, to the look hosting after is a big them. thing. The you know being hospitable to guests and I think Nigerian women know how to look after their husbands. Yeah, can you comment on that? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Excuse me. I think about that one. Excuse me. What? <laughs> Nigerian women bring yeah, in color. In this case, definitely. Mm-hmm. One of the main reasons is the hustle. <laughs> <laughs> bring it home that bacon. Come hell or high water. <laughs> yeah, true. Nigerian women, it's true. Nigerian, I shouldn't say, not all of us, but Nigerian women are hardworking. Mm-hmm. largely and just go for it they're always always going for it and mm-hmm. trying to they're big achievers not all but again when i think of that i'm thinking of my pool my friends my circle mm-hmm. of the people that i know and they're all i don't think i actually don't think i know any housewife who is yeah i don't think you know who's just most of the women i know have mm-hmm have careers they may they may pause their careers mm. and pause all that to raise children and do what? i mean like this at this point uh, for us for if you're anywhere in north america you're pretty much like you need both people to be like you know yeah mm-hmm. doing good stuff and, and progressing and you've been doing that so it's you know you're looking mm-hmm. after us that's that's what you're asking <laughs> <laughs> Thank whether you. all nigerian women do that i don't know yeah I've, I have I seen in some of your movies with some 
dominating uh, Nigerian matriarch who's just I don't know, like hitting some hitting hitting somebody with something. You know what I mean? Like like that one is a the boss of the family. That but. one is a different topic. It's Nigerian women maltreating their house help. That one is a different topic for another day. But yeah, thank you for sharing your thoughts and we should do this more often. Yeah. That's great. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I'm gonna edit it so that, you know, because you're part of the podcast the whole thing sounded like you're on the highway in your car you but were. i did say at the beginning I know. I, I, that i was in the car so i'm gonna make this whole part sound like we're in a helicopter okay. i'm gonna add in a helicopter soundtrack <laughs> like it's gonna sound like a traffic report oh my God. <laughs> i just I, I don't know what this is anyway, thank you for doing this it's great thanks for having me you're welcome i think we should uh when we're working on our next episode on uh bullying would you like to chime in on that i can't you'll beat me up <laughs> <laughs> he does this podcast yet <laughs> i did not beat <laughs> he no. is physically it's all psychological bullying over here <laughs> <laughs> see people who don't know us now are going to go away think feeling sorry for you mm-hmm. and uh, they don't know that Anyway, I'm mm-hmm. just going to leave it here. Thank you for listening, guys. <laughs> yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for it's, having me. Uh, yeah, it's been great. And until next time, take care and stay classy. Are <laughs> <laughs> you Ron Burgundy? <laughs> okay, so wrap it up. Say it. What do you say? What do you always say? It's your show. I always say, I always just say, uh, until next time. I'll see you next time. You yeah. didn't tell anyone to pull up with a cup of coffee yet. A cup of joe. <laughs> well, listen, share, and subscribe. Yeah. yeah.